Welcome back to An Uneven Playing Field, where facts battle opinions. We're your hosts. I'm Jen. And I'm Mike. Let's get this damn thing started. All right, so let's get this started off. Uh, we were at the Dallas game this week. Yeah, we were there. Man, you know, tough loss. I have a tough loss. You know, played like crap the first half. Um, boring. Uh, boring. That you first know. half was boring. The way the I thought it was time that they took a nap. Yeah, I mean, they, they really stunk it up. You know, um, turnovers. You know, you cannot turn the ball over three times. You can't lose the turnover battle by three in an NFL game and expect to win. It's just not going to happen. You can't have a kicker that can't kick either. Yeah, two missed field goals. I mean, it's mistake after mistake. The Cowboys beat themselves. You know, it, there's a stat that I'm going to throw at you. All right. It, it, this is not going I'm to be that stat. Okay. Dallas outgained Green Bay 530-some yards. I'll tell you what the exact amount is here. Hold on. I'll get it for you. But they outgained them by about 200 yards. And looking at the score, you would never, ever think that. And if you watch the game, it would still be kind of hard to think. You know, you realize that, you know, that threw for a ton of yards. I mean, they were up and down the field. Yeah. So I don't think it's a, it's a stretch to realize that the Cowboys put up over 500 yards of offense. But they cannot, their defense cannot stop Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, the snake. I mean, he, he just, he gets the best of us. Yeah, but they uh, he's can't. like our daddy. So he's what? He's like our daddy. Your you daddy. know, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what it is. I mean, that's the way I feel as a Cowboys fan against Green Bay anymore. You know, here comes Aaron Rodgers, our daddy. How about we seeing the guy dressed like him in the parking lot? And I thought to myself, son of a bitch, here he is again to ruin my death. You know? And I even took a picture with him. That's the part I regret. That guy was awesome. Oh, he was great. He was fantastic. You know, I will say this. Packers fans, you know, for the most part. show up. Yeah, they they show up. They're great fans. You know, they don't act like a bunch of jerks like Eagles fans. Um, You know, they, they, for the most part, are respectable, really cheer on their team and everything. They travel really well. So I'll give them credit there. But here's the stat that I was going to give you. The Cowboys, 563 total yards. Green Bay, only 335 total yards. But their 335 yards were, yeah. They were efficient. They did what they had to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. But he he was like, I mean, he would just like toss that ball. Like it looked like he was going to throw that far and he just was like, boop, here you go. Boop. And you guys could not figure that out, that he was going to do that. He was like definitely... Amazing. He's there is amazing not player. a there is not a quarterback in the league, with the exception of maybe Pat Mahomes, and not even Tom Brady, not Drew Brees, not Ben Roethlisberger, you know, not Matt Ryan, not any of these other guys, Dak Prescott, any of them. Okay, I don't even talk who, about Matt Ryan. Well, we'll come back to Matt uh, Ryan. Don't you worry, you will. Mm-hmm. But there is not another player in the league, another quarterback in the league, with the exception of maybe Pat Mahomes, who is better under duress. Or able to make something out of nothing than Aaron Rodgers. You included Tom Brady in that. I did include Tom Brady. Because that guy throws a fit on the field. Well, no, no, Tom Brady is. Listen, if it comes down to it, we got one game to win. You know, I'm taking Tom Brady. No doubt about it. Because. I'm taking Tom Brady. I'll keep my opinion to myself. Okay, although I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback, the most talented quarterback in football. But nobody does it better. You think Mahomes will be a. Pat Mahomes is going to be unbelievable. You think Pat he'll Mahomes, be better than Aaron Dan Rodgers? He's or? the next Dan Marino. He's the next Aaron Rodgers. He's the next great. He absolutely yeah. is. Right now, he's in my top five in the league. Um, but I'll, I'll still give the edge he's to Rodgers as the guy, you know, who's the best. I, I will. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but the, what, the, what he's capable of doing in a last-second last, mid, last situation or the split-second thinking. I mean, you've seen on the play – Whenever they, they, it was ruled a fumble, and then they reviewed oh, it, and yeah. it came back, and it was incomplete. <laughs> I mean, just a little flick of the wrist. The guy knows. And, and yeah. there is no way he was actually trying to complete that pass. That wasn't his intention. He knew if I could just get my arm forward. You've seen his arm went forward about maybe six inches. It was more of just a flick of the wrist down. If he but does that's that, how he was throwing the ball anyway. Oh, yeah, he throws so side he arm. He just yeah. pitches it. I mean, he, he does a lot so of do you know, on So I have a you know. small little piece of trivia for you, just sure. as like a foreshadowing of later events that will be going on. <laughs> do you know how many wins versus uh, in the last eight games versus losses for the Cowboys versus Packers? Not good. I know we lost our last four. I know that. Seven out of the last eight games yeah. you've lost. I believe it. I don't remember the last time we beat them. You go back to, I, you guys have you go back to the playoffs with the, the completed pass to Des Bryant that was ruled incomplete, okay, mm-hmm. which is still a catch. 
and I always say a catch, and at right. the time it was the Calvin Johnson rule, still a catch, got us out of the playoffs, say you're the best team the Cowboys have had, you know, since the 90s. It's still, I think, the best team that we've had since the 90s. Um, you know, and then a couple of years ago in the playoffs, a couple of years ago in the regular season, now this year, and, and it always comes down to Rodgers pulling a rabbit out of his ass, you know, and that's what he does. But had he, he not pulled it out of his ass for those that playoff game, we would have been a house divided for a playoff game. So maybe he saved our marriage. Yeah. So let's move on. <laughs> Steelers. Steelers. Oh, that hit. Yeah. That hit. Football. It's football, but come on. So Mason Rudolph got helmet by hit, helmet to helmet with um, Earl Thomas of mm-hmm. the Ravens. We had last week Vontez Perfect ejected with a 12-game suspension. Okay. Way too way. But he place. did not even get, not even get a fine. No, you didn't get not flagged. ejected, not a fine, not a, fine, not a suspension. I don't think there should have been. I, I don't. But, but so I guess I don't understand the difference. I guess it's the intent. How do you how do you get into the mind of a player and say he intended to do that or he didn't? Okay. Again, you know, what I, and I talked about this a little bit last week, whenever it's a bang-bang situation, mm-hmm. and that's why I gave perfect a little bit, you know, the, the benefit right. of the doubt. Um, you know, whenever it's a bang-bang situation, that's very, very difficult, and it's very subjective, and I often take the side of the players over what the rule is. You know, just because in that moment you're acting on instinct. Now, I'm also going to preface this with something else. When you're playing football and you're a defender, you're out there and you're 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 ready to hit somebody. You're bringing everything. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because guess what? They're bringing everything too. So yeah, well, you the bring game it. is quick. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. you don't you have you don't have time here, to stop we, and go. We, wait we a second. A, we take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. All right. Who in this case is not? It is a defenseless player, which I think is bullshit. Nobody on the football field should be defenseless. Right. One of the very first things you, you learn is in, in Pee Wee football, keep your head on a swivel, you know, all the time. Keep your head on a swivel. Pay attention to what's going on, you know. But now we got this defensive player, defenseless player thing. And, you know, I get it. Okay. They're trying to cut down on injuries. And I'm not for anybody getting hurt. But you're going out there. And if you get a chance to hit the quarterback and you can hit him clean, you hit him. That, you know, you that, hit him. And I, I will never disagree with that. I think the hit was, you know, he caught him underneath the chin. Mm-hmm. He went for his shoulder. He hit him into the shoulder. The one thing he did kind of project himself a little bit on the replay. When I watched it a couple of times, I don't think he intended to hit him in the head. I think he was reacting as uh, Mason Rudolph's hand was coming up to throw the ball because he was about to release the ball at the same time. So your reaction is to jump up as well. You know, I think, again, it's just a bang-bang thing. Um, he popped him. He hit him good. Mm-hmm. I, I feel very sorry for Pittsburgh and Mason Rudolph that something like that happened. Earl Thomas, I I, I, I wouldn't penalize him for it. Just me. I mean, that's football. Well, they man. didn't. It's not opinion. just you. You know, I don't know. Would I say something different if it were Dak Prescott? Maybe so. You know? So he walked off the field, which people are saying, well, that wasn't very the safe either. Work. Yeah, the medical court didn't work. They were the medical cart. They were trying to go. Yeah, they but were trying they, to what they said was then all those people that ran out on the field to – not ran out on the field, were on the field by his side. They'd have picked him up and they'd have carried him off the field. Both sides of the team, both teams would have done that. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. So they're saying, and like, you know, when he, right. I, I, I don't think, I mean, he's apologized. Like, he yeah. clearly was like, man, you know, um, they say that in the replay, I mean, I don't know, but they say in the replay that he kind of looked like he was pulling back, like he was trying to pull back from it, but it was too late because his momentum was going, he's running. I mean, these people run fast and crazy. Like, yeah. that's what they're used to. It, so, I mean, I kind of get it. He doesn't have a history of this. This no. is not like his MO. But His MO was to be a hitter. Earl Thomas will lay the wood. Coming from Seattle, you know, whenever uh, he and, um, oh, the other safety that was there. Um, oh, I can't. Oh, this is going to drive me crazy. Um, anyways, you know, they were known. The Legion of Boom. Well, you know, where do you think the name came from? I mean, they were they were a tough, tough secondary that, you know what, you know, Cam Chancellor. Um, you know, they were a tough secondary that it, they were going to pop you. You know, they were going to punch you right in the mouth. And I'm fine with that. That's football, man. That is. Yeah, I'm fine I with mean, it. But, but at the same token, like, you know, he, he just came from being literally knocked out. His teammates were very yeah. concerned. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had, they had Brent, Ryan um, Shazier a few years ago. Like, yeah, of course, scary. this is, is something it's that's, scary. like, going to hit them. So I, I really have prayers for him for mm-hmm. a safe, full recovery Absolutely. and get back out on the field Absolutely. and play his heart out again. Um and I hope him walking off the field didn't 
cause any other issues, but he was at practice, so yeah, that's practice. a good sign. Yeah. Limited. Limited, you know, still right. concussion protocol. Do you think he's going to play? This no, week? he's not playing. Yeah, um, I can't see it happening. I think they got to be crazy after a hit like that. And he was out. I mean, the guy oh, was, yeah, he was out. He was knocked out. It was like a boxing match. It's like somebody that got knocked out. Uh, Juju. Exactly Juju was crying. Yeah. And I mean, his team was upset. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and I applaud that. You know, yeah. I applaud the unity. And I applaud the unity even with, you know, the, the, the concern from the Ravens. Mm -hmm. and, then, and that's, again, that huge rivalry. One of the biggest rivalries in football. These teams hate each other. But How come when something the like that Steelers happens, keep getting these major injuries to this big rivalry? Bad luck. You know, yeah, they beat bad each other luck. up. You know, they do. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, but to see support, you know, the, the game goes to the side. You know, yeah. you're looking at, you know, humanity. You know, you're looking right. at compassion. You know, that kind of thing. You know, and, and to be able to actually see that, you know, let's put aside, this is Baltimore and Pittsburgh. You know, you got somebody that's just got knocked out. I mean, he got knocked the F out. Yeah, was it was like a boxing match. Over, you know, to come take his chain. You know, that's what I thought was going to happen. His what? <laughs> little Friday <laughs> reference. Forget uh, it. Yeah, all right. Right over your head. Well, um, <laughs> and most things you say to yeah. go over my head. Come get his shoes. All right. So Gruden was released from the Redskins. So 05. Yeah. Um, Dan Snyder, owner, he said it was a very difficult decision for him to make. Could Rudy have been that difficult. Away. He called him at five in the morning to come into the office. He just, after after having a game, okay, you just play the game. Calls you, you get a call at five o'clock in the morning over the phone to be told to come in so we could fire you. You know. Yeah, five I mean that pass. doesn't mean that it wasn't any uh, wasn't a difficult decision for him to difficult. make. I don't. I by the way they went about it, I don't think it was difficult at all. I have to disagree. Well, you maybe know? they called him in at 5 o'clock in the morning so that TMZ wouldn't sit out at the door. Maybe so. I mean, you know what I mean? The owner could have been up all night. Dan Slater, he could have been up all night, you know, thinking we're 0-5 and, and we look like shit right now. 225 yards of offense. That's all they mustered. You know, 225 yards of offense. That's pathetic. We're talking this is an NFL. But did you game. expect that they were going to win against the Patriots? No. Did anybody? I mean, they no. were talking about do not put Colt. I'm sorry, uh, Dwayne Haskins in as the quarterback yeah. for that particular game because they knew they were going to lose. It. About so how do you lose your job during a game that nobody thought you were going to win anyway? No one thought you were good enough to win that time anyway. True. So how do they then fire you? It's the performance. Okay, okay but the performance. Okay, and it's the consistent lack. But I don't think you can quality. say that. Last year they were okay. They, they played all okay. right. They weren't okay. Schedule favored them. They went some decent, you know. They had some I, games I, that they snuck out. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. You know, in that division, okay, of course, with my Cowboys, you know, you had Philly who wasn't playing that great, especially at the beginning of the season. The Giants absolutely stunk last year. You know, so right there goes four of your games. You know, they won three of them, I believe, if I can remember correctly. You know, I, again – you know, they won some games. You know, they also lost some games that they should have won this year. They're just not a good football team. You know, I'm fine with him getting fired. I, I, I am. You know, it's it's your team is going in the wrong direction. You can see that every week. And we cannot just blame injuries, you know. Okay. So this is going to lead me into my next next question. We got the Falcons. That's they're not – they're playing horribly. They are. So do they – Get rid of Dan Quinn now because I mean, how how long do you wait before you say, okay, I got to get rid of my head coach because it's his point. problem? Well, I mean, but look at the differences. Okay, let's look at one side versus the other. In okay. a comparison here, Dan Quinn also brought them to the Super Bowl. Okay, did Just Dan Quinn ago, or did Dan Kyle Quinn Shanahan. and Kyle Shanahan? Shanahan Together. is right now undefeated okay. in San Fran. Okay. The Falcons are having a lot of problems. We're going to talk Bad. about that in just a moment, okay? But you look at – It's heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, to the Falcons fans, I'm sure. I mean, it's it's bad, you know. It, it, we have, a, we have an, a, an amazing offense. We have great defensive players. What's happening? Yeah, well, we're going to cover all of that. Well, but let's you cover look it. At, you, you look at <laughs> let's do this you know, thing. what Dan Quinn has done <laughs> in Atlanta. He's brought them to no, the Super Bowl. He's yeah. brought them to the playoffs. Last year was an off year, you know what I mean? You know, they've been banged up, or the year before, you know. Yeah, the uh, year I'm sorry, before was fine last yeah, year. right. Last year they were banged up. And now this year, you know, they're, they're playing really bad. You can't just say, well, he's not the guy. I'm You've not, got a new offensive coordinator, a new defensive coordinator, and a new special teams coach. That's a lot of change to a team. You're getting all new systems, you know, put in place, really, in a sense. You know, you may not have new players, but you got new systems. But the place. Falcons have a tendency to have all new coaches a lot. Well, yeah. Frequently, and, 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 we get rid of people very quickly. Yeah. So, so he has to be able to deal with that. 
Okay, so let me ask you this. Rise up. Okay, this is your team. Okay, this so if you're Arthur team. Blank, the owner. You know, I don't get rid of him. Is he on a short leash? Is Dan Quinn? Yeah. Yeah, I'm worried. Okay. I'm so an owner. I'm worried. What is your cutoff? What, what's the threshold here? What's the, you know, what, what So I don't think that you do what, what the They're Redskins what's do. What's their record right now? One and four? Yeah. Okay, so let's say. So they've won one game. So if they, if, in the Reds, pace, but we have pace. a very, we have a tough schedule. So you want okay, to talk about, a, a, we've had a very tough yeah. schedule. So, I will give you that. so we do have a tough schedule. Okay, sure. But, you know, um, we had 53 points given to the Texans. Um, I think that Dan Quinn being the head coach and the defensive coach, too much. We have Matt Ryan, turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Yeah, I mean, um, our defense is just not getting the job done. They're just letting people just run all over them. And I'm like thinking, hold up a second. We were just amazing a few years ago, just yeah. a few short years ago. We got Tack McKinley, who's supposed to like be like the best in tackling. Where is it? We got Adrian Claiborne back. What? 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 Where are you? Are you there? Like, hello, guys. Wake up. Okay, so let's get your butts on the field and do something. So against Minnesota, okay, they gave up three touchdowns real quick. They were down twenty-one nothing or something like that. Twenty-one three early in that game. Okay, the game ended at twelve. You know, twenty-eight twelve. All right. So the defense somewhat showed up. They didn't show up at first, maybe a little rusty. First game of the season, the offense right. didn't show up that game. Next week, they play Philly. Okay, they come yeah. out, they beat Philly. Defense Two played points. decent. Yeah, no, four points. Yeah, 24 to 20. Okay, they, they, they did play that well that game. Then they played Indianapolis, 27 to 24, lost to Indy. Gave up 27 points to Indy. You also, you know, you scored 24, which is average, but they also had a couple of turnovers that game, a game they could yeah. have won. Okay, then, then... The following week, you shit the bed against, you know, at home where you're supposed to be playing really well, which Atlanta is known to play well in at home against Tennessee. You know, 24 to 10 was the final. Your defense showed up that game. Offense didn't do anything. Again, cannot run the ball. Then this week, you score 32 points. If you score 32 points in an NFL game, you should. There's no reason you should lose that game. There is no reason. He gave up 53 points. So one week it's the offense, one week it's the defense, the next week it's both. You know, it's just it, it's they're not in sync. They are not in sync, and that could come down to coaching. I will give so you. So what Dan Quinn's big plan is they're in Arizona right now. They're playing Arizona this week. So his plan is he, he's got okay. Should be. If he doesn't win this game, I'm really worried. So they're in Arizona. They're working together as a defensive team to see what was missing. He said it's been devastating to kind of look at, I guess, playback of the games and stuff and eye opening. Yeah, so, um, you know, you they're they're trying time. they're trying to find their weak spots and fix them. So I got prayers for them because honestly, we've got nothing but an even more tough schedule. Yeah, if I mean, after after Arizona, way. you got the Rams, Seattle, and the Saints. Coming oh, up. I know that's three losses if we don't get it. Together. Oh, if you don't get it together, yeah, you're absolutely right. And you know what? Whenever you do play the Saints, your boy Breeze is probably going to be back by that time. I'm not. He's yeah. not my boy. He's your favorite. Well, whatever. You're in love with that guy. You hang out with him in the locker room. Those are besties. So, um, there we go. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your Drew Brees fandom. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. You know, we're talking about your Falcons right now. They happen. We are talking about my Falcons, and somehow you brought up schedule. Drew Brees again. No, it's schedule. It's I didn't make the schedule. You are Chris Collinsworth. No, oh, Aaron Rodgers. You, oh, you guys both have. Has posters now, of Aaron You have Aaron a Rogers poster of Drew Bob Brees. Brady hanging in his room. You have he's like Drew a twelve-year-old. He's like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> you have you. Drew Brees and Sean Payton hanging in our room. And you got to kiss them goodnight not every at night. All. Oh, stop it! Not at all. All right. I okay. respect the Saints. I do. All right, you respect them, and I'll go. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. No, Sean Payton is on my list. Okay. He'll be on my list until uh, the end of time. Yep, oh yeah. Of Oh, yeah. He's one of them. You guys will hear all about this throughout the year. <laughs> but I'm sure you know that Sean Bates already is on that list. He's on that list yeah. every year. Talk about my team choking. Listen, uh, buddy, you can't make it past the last game of the playoffs. Right, Talk right. about choking. And it's usually about the last 30 seconds of the game that you're choking on a chicken bone out in the middle of the field looking like the dummies. No. No, 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 no. All right. They always have an excuse. The Saints always have an excuse. Can't get there. All right. Anyway. Whew. All right. So I guess you have some updates on our 
Perfect. Our friend Perfect. Yeah, Vaughn is perfect. Yeah, his suspension was upheld by the NFL today. You know, they said uh, it's the longest suspension um, for, you know, for uh, for that kind of conduct. It is the it's the longest suspension in NFL history, you know, for a for an on field incident, not for an off field incident, long suspension ever for an on field incident. You know, at the what do you what do you think about it? The fact that it was held up. He should have it should be held up. But you told me that he went and he um appealed it and they were like, Yeah, you wanna appeal it? Here's the second yeah, one that you have. Right. You, so <laughs> he filed his appeal, which I knew he was going to do, which I thought again the, the year long suspension was excessive. And then the NFL came back and said, well, we got other plays of you, you know, uh, committing penalties that weren't even called, that weren't even announced, you know. So, it, you know, it wasn't just one, but there was a second play, apparently. I didn't see the game. I don't know what they're referring to, but I thought that was hilarious. It was yeah. just like, okay, dude, you know, if you want to play ball, let's play ball. A letter issued by the NFL vice president, John Runyon, okay, explained his decision. It, it says, in quotes, there were no mitigating circumstances on this play. Your conduct was unnecessary, flagrant, and should have been avoided. For your actions, you were penalized and disqualified from the game. Following each of your previous rule violations, you were warned by me and each of the jointly appointed officers that future violations would result in escalated accountability measures. However, you have continued... <laughs> You have continued to flagrantly abuse rules designated to protect yourself and your opponents from unnecessary risk. So pretty much what they said is, we've tried to tell you, and now here we are. Now, yeah. that's what they've said. His suspensions, you know, he's talked the most as far as, uh, you know, as far as what they refer to as egregious hits. And also he's had performance enhancing violations. Yeah, you know, well, that was just I, last you know, year or the year before. I, the league had enough of it. You know, Chuck Cecil all over again. I mean, it eventually is. you have to say enough is enough. You cannot continue to allow this type of behavior to go on. If this is your rule, then uphold your rule. If it's not your rule, then keep letting it happen. But no. this is your rule. So it's just like if I'm – he, he's like a child. He's like a small child. Like, okay, I popped you on your hand once. I popped you on your hand twice. All right, now I'm done with you. You're grounded. Get in your room. Go. Bye. Yeah. See you. Don't want to talk to you. I'm not playing this game with you. We're not doing it. Bye-bye. Right. As Angelina would say, bye-bye, Felicia. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't have time. No, the NFL gave them a bye-bye, Felicia. Yeah, yes, they did. Yeah. And you know what? Like, good. Good. Yep. So – um, did you hear that uh, San Francisco 49ers cornerback, my favorite, and yours, Richard Sherman? I love Richard Sherman. He's going to apologize to Baker Mayfield. I, I don't agree with the apology. <laughs> I don't. I, I think he's apologizing, you know, for the sake of the 49ers organization and this whole PC society. That we're uh, uh, no, you know, Sherman? I, Sherman? Listen, I don't no, think no, he's No, no, no. Have you met him? Yeah, I, you know – he I, is I, the I most like politically Sherman. incorrect person I've ever met. He, is, he would I, not apologize to somebody unless someone was holding a gun to his head, maybe, or if he thought that it was absolutely. So you think he has more integrity than just to apologize to get oh, a mockery? Oh, way him. too much pride. Way too much pride. Okay, Seriously, it was so stupid. The quarterback refused to shake his hand, so he says, oh, it fueled him. First off, I don't think you have anything to apologize. I, and I don't like Richard Sherman. I think he's a loudmouth. But he doesn't have anything to that's apologize for. No, I he doesn't. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think he has anything to apologize the for. The only thing This is goes back. This goes back. This whole yeah. incident. And this goes back to Ohio State, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. You know, Nick Bosa, who plays for, you know, for uh, the 49ers. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously Baker Mayfield, who played for Oklahoma whenever, you know, in, in – the first time they, they faced each other in college, you know, Oklahoma, um, you know, Ohio State did their thing after winning the game. So the following season when Baker Mayfield defeats him, plants the flag in the middle of the field at Ohio State. Very disrespectful. <laughs> Ohio State fans all, all over are still pissed off about it, obviously. But, you know, and then there's the thing with Baker Mayfield not shaking hands, you know, against Kansas in a, in a college game. So he has this, uh, you know, this MO about being eccentric. But they have him on video hand. trying to shake his hand. That's why he's apologizing. Well, maybe that, that is why he's I just, apologizing. I just saw that. So, but it, it's all fueled. So there's a little background to it, obviously. You know what? I mean, if the guy doesn't want to shake hands, so what? Okay. You know what? I, I can see how that would get you a little bit fired up. And if the guy shakes hands, so what? But at the same time. Exactly. You don't have anything to apologize. Yeah. It's a handshake. Like, you know, and, and if it, it fueled you. For it, so what? 
everyone sure. in a game has their their um, Emotion. emotions running high. Like you should be amped up before a game. Yeah. Maybe he did forget to shake your hand. Maybe that made you mad. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you don't care. Maybe it makes you play harder. Maybe it doesn't. Who cares? Move on. But, Next. But, you know, and the other thing is look at the two players that we're dealing with. You know, we're talking about Richard Sherman, again, my boy, you know, and, and Baker Mayfield. Both are very eccentric players, very outspoken players, you know, have known to be, have known to do a few Sherman. things that have caused some controversy. So, I mean, you know, you put those two on the field at the same time, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, Sherman was out of control with that one uh, newscaster, the lady. Oh, uh, That one time. I mean, he was out of control. So, but, yeah, Michael Crabtree is garbage. I loved it. Yeah, but I mean, he was like screaming. Oh, was she's right up. there, he, and she's like, he okay. tried to tell everyone before the game. He tried to tell them <laughs> earlier the week. Michael Crabtree was garbage. Then he just went out and proved it. That he was going to tell you everybody once again. Michael Crabtree is garbage. So, what do you think about um, the Browns and their their issues? You think oh, you think that Baker Mayfield is a problem, or you think? No, no. Well, I mean, because they're saying it starts with Baker Mayfield, right? It's more than Baker Mayfield. You know, it's there are some inconsistencies with them, and if I'm a Browns fan, I'd be concerned. The Browns are, are <laughs> do you have the to Browns be concerned are underachieving from, right now. You can only go up. You know, yeah, they they beat Baltimore in a game that I called. You know, but they're very very inconsistent. They're inconsistent. Their head coach is inconsistent. The play calling is inconsistent. Are you ready for this? Odell Beckham, who is absolutely their best player, who I dislike, but he is absolutely their best player, mm -hmm. okay, who is one of the best players in the NFL. Over the last two weeks, Odell Beckham has four catches for 42 yards. He has one touchdown on this season. Mm -hmm. You're talking about a dynamic playmaker. Right. Why are you not getting the ball in his hands? Why are you not? Do you know his season low? Coverage? two-game stretch? No, it isn't coverage. Nobody could cover Odell Beckham, really, when it comes down to it. Jalen Ramsey might be able to man up on him. You know, maybe a few other guys you might get Patrick Peterson that can, you know, keep him in check. But Odell Beckham's going to, you know, get his. But you got to get him the ball. you got to figure out ways to get him the ball. So, Freddie Kitchens, shame on you, you know. So that's a coaching issue. It's absolutely a coaching yes. issue. And it's also it could be a Baker Mayfield issue. Why are you not, you know, looking for him? Why are you not getting the ball? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure the guy's double teamed. And if I'm playing the Browns, I'm double teaming them. you got to be crazy not to. But you have Jarvis Landry on the other we've side. Got, you got Nick Chubb in the backfield. You've got some weapons. We've you got, got weapons, weapons on our team, and you can't get them the ball because they're they're teamed up on. They're yeah. double teamed. So, I mean, it, it could absolutely be that. And honestly, how long has Odell, um, Odell uh, Baker been in the um, NFL? Three Secondly, years? Second year. Second year. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I mean, he's still probably working out some oh, kinks. And honestly, Cleveland isn't that great. They've never been – they well, as for a while. They haven't been that great. So, I mean, they just went 0-16 a couple, a couple of years, years ago. Right. So the expectations this season. But stop putting all of this on – because you have these two, like, magnificent players. Yeah, like more than two. Okay, but, but you have two that are like, well – to do, everybody knows, like whatever, yep. whatever you want to call it. So you have two. How mm -hmm. many? How many do they have? So you all of a sudden have a few great players, and you think you're going to go from 0 and no. 16 to Super Bowl champs? I like, doesn't make team. I does no, not. No, exactly. So again, we have a lot of coaching issues, I think, in the NFL. And oh yeah, and Freddie Kitchens is one of them. I mean, you're running a college style offense and college style defense. You know, practically. You know, I mean, I say that loosely. But he but and it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. And that's what's happening, and that brings us to Arizona, right? That's what's happening in Arizona. You got um, – it's a, a – Former college coach. Former college coach making college type plays with Kyler Murray, yeah, who's a, playing like a – yeah, right. Right. Right? But, so this know, is some of the issue Arizona, that's happening in Arizona. There's not nearly enough talent in Arizona right uh -huh. now. And Cliff Kingsbury, the surprising thing, and you know, we talked about this I think a few weeks ago, was that he's calling plays very conservatively for a guy that was completely it, – it, it's a flip-flop from what he actually did in college. So he's nervous. He's a nervous play caller. I just think he's inexperienced, and I think that's the issue. But how I don't can you be inexperienced if you've been calling plays? Game. I think he's a little bit intimidated, and I hate to say that because I like nervous I like play, play caller. I do. I, I like the guy. I thought he was a great college coach, offensive coordinator at least. You know, um, I, I just think he needs to relax a little bit, take a deep breath, and, and just, you know, let it rip. Yeah. You know, do your thing, man. You know, it's – I think he's overthinking it. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, let's look at uh, who some of these teams have this week. You know, we're talking about the, um, Cleveland. They got Seattle on Sunday. 
Which I, I see that. I think Seattle's going to punch them right in the mouth. Well, you know? I mean, it's Seattle, so. Yeah. You know, and it's then, the opposite of us. We're one and four, they're four and one. Right. And, and Arizona plays your Falcons. You know, yeah. if you can't win that game, is it? A, Let's just not even put that out there. Honestly, I'm very disappointed with the Falcons. I, you got to win that game. You know, and here's the thing. If you don't win that game and you don't win the next game, don't start playing better at the end of the year. Let's get oh, some yeah, draft picks. On Come on. Yeah, oh, on yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love my guys, and it's very hard for me to sit here and go, what's, what the hell? But, like, you know, I, I got David on my butt about the Saints are better than the Falcons, and I'm like, well. And you can't even argue right now. Yeah. You don't even have, oh, it's almost like I gotta yeah, have a poster up tough. in the room for me to kiss. I, I would feel really bad listening to Bob. I have listened to Philly fans, so you know. But uh, I, I can feel your pain. It's there. sad. You know, you got the Giants in New England on Monday night, or I mean, excuse me, Thursday night. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Right. That's absolutely a no-brainer. And it's in New England too. You know, God bless Daniel Jones because he's in a lot of trouble. Carolina and Tampa are uh-huh. 9:30 a.m. Are they in London? Aim in London. It's so oh, speaking of the London game. Yeah, well, you seen what happened. You know, Oakland beat the uh, Chicago teams. Don't show up. It's such a change. Like it, you know, to me, it, it takes away from the true preparation. There's too much focused on the travel and the accommodations and everything. You know, granted, Chicago was playing with a backup quarterback last week. You know, and hats off. Yeah, but to that's Oakland still their defense is what they're they're oh, yeah, they're killing yeah, yeah, with. Exactly. So their defense still should have shown up. Hey, and listen, the you know, and, and all the talk about. Uh, um, you know, uh, Khalil Mack, you know, being traded from Oakland last year to uh, Chicago, you know, and how about how he's going to come and wreck havoc on Oakland. Guess what? Oakland did what they had to do. You know, kudos to them. Kudos yeah. to Gruden. Gruden. That's a big win for them. Yeah. That is. So. Good for them. So, yeah, but that's a 930 game, you know, uh, Sunday. It, nobody's going to watch it because it's in London. You know, it's. I mean, unless you're like up and sitting in front of the TV. Yeah, but uh, Carolina, Tampa Bay. Yeah, and, and nobody cares about nobody them. even cares about those. No, two. Nobody, you know. Well, though, no, there's Panthers fans yeah, everywhere, right. and, and there are Tampa, and of course we live in Florida, so we right. see a lot of Tampa fans. But, but if I you're mean, on the West Coast, you're not waking up at six thirty in the morning to watch Carolina and Tampa. It's just not going to happen. No, hell, if you're in the Midwest, you know you're not. So waking who up do you call on that one? I, I would say Carolina. I, I mean, know, I hope they've got their. Se- they've got. Is it the um, Kyle? The second string. What's his name? Oh, for uh, Kyle Allen, for uh, Carolina. Yeah. yeah, Cam Newton's still out. He's still out. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Cincinnati, Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati stinks. I mean, they're, they're all ter- in they're five. terrible, terrible. So did they fire their coach, too? Um, no, but, you know, oh, yeah. he's a rookie coach, and he's not coaching. Well, they just, New Orleans and Jacksonville. Oh, Minshew Mania. They're going to yeah. be out there with their starter packs. You know, it, <laughs> yeah, it, the game is in, in Jacksonville. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just don't see it happening for Jacksonville. I think New Orleans is playing too good right now. I, yeah, I they're on fire. They are. But, you know, and Teddy Bridgewater is getting in a group, which is scary, you know. Oh, and, I know. Go ahead. Tell of, me some more about how much you It's <laughs> to see a backup playing again like Kyle Allen is in, in Carolina, you're creating a spark for your team who was already decent to begin with. Yeah. You know, so now he is comfortable and you're able to do more offensively. That's a scary thought. You know? I, I so do you to... bring Breeze back? Or oh yeah. You keep of this guy in? No, no, no. You you bring back you know one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Absolutely. So know. but you say the opposite for Jacksonville. Like because how bad Cam was playing. It wasn't that Drew Brees Jacksonville. was ever playing bad. Drew Brees has never played I yeah, I mean, Nick Foles. Uh, oh, Nick Foles. Yeah, I'll be interested to see about that. You know, because the difference is you got a rookie quarterback starting, you know, in place of the veteran who's won a Super Bowl. And you see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He'll come back to win the Super Bowl. That's not going to be with Philly. If it happens, it happens. Um, Houston, Kansas City. Houston, KC. I think it'll be a decent game. I like KC. KC with their first loss of the year. You know, Indianapolis kept, kept them in check. You know the lowest point total? Miami, Washington. Sorry. They both suck. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just got excited. Houston, Kansas, what? The yeah. lowest point total? The, uh, the lowest point total <laughs> that Kansas City was held to over um, is since Pat Mahomes has started. Yeah. You know, I held the 13 points. I think the lowest they've scored is 24. How about that? So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, but they're going to come back and, and play like Kansas City. Okay. Washington, Miami. Bad uh, game. It's toilable. <laughs> it's toilable. 
Somebody I'm, has to win. I got really excited about this, and I, I, I I'm like. You're probably the only person that's excited about this. <laughs> because they're that's both Washington so bad. Each team is like, oh my goodness, we got Miami or we got Washington this week. This is our chance. <laughs> you know what? Miami actually has two more chances because they got the Jets too twice. So it's yeah. So yeah, Miami it, might win. win. Miami might win. Well, somebody we'll has see. to win. That's well, they just be. got rid of their coach, so they're coachless. Um. Let's see. Is there any other big games? Uh, San Fran and Los Angeles. Uh, I mean, San I, I Fran is undefeated game. right now. So yeah, I think it's going to be a decent game. I like the Rams myself. You know, I, I think that uh, you know, even though the Rams aren't playing great right now, coming off the loss to Seattle, I, I think they still have too much for an, an overachieving San Fran team. And I will say that they are overachieving. That's yeah. just by you know my view on it. What about Detroit and Green Bay? Detroit Green Bay is going to be a good game. It's going to yeah. be better than what people think. Yeah, you know it's a division game. Detroit uh, plays some other games in Lambeau. It's not as cold there right now. Not that either team cares. Um, you know they're both outside. No, Detroit's in a dome, um, but they're playing in Green Bay, which is outside. So we'll see. You know, you got Philly, Minnesota mm-hmm. this week. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, that is. Uh, I like Minnesota in that game. I think they're playing well. Tennessee, Denver. At Denver. Eh, I like Tennessee. You? Well, um, I'm just going to go against you. Okay. Take Denver. (laughs) And then Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and Chargers. You know, on Sunday night. Who knows? Pittsburgh. They don't don't have quarterback. Pittsburgh needs it. They don't have quarterback. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or a running back, right? Running back? Well, their second string running backs hurt, but yeah. So, yeah, I'm in attrition right now. All right. Uh, we're, you know, uh, speaking of all this uh, football, we're going to test your knowledge here <laughs> of the game. You know, this is a. You know, a, a I just little, talk out of my butt. So, a, how are we going to do this? A new segment that we're, we're going to do. And it's, uh, we, it's not even named yet. It's, you know, it's, it's Jen's Football IQ, really. <laughs> so, we're, we're going to see where we're at with things about, you know, so you guys can understand some of the topics that we discuss in our discussions a little bit better. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's see ready. what I know. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a few questions here, and let's see, uh, again, what your uh, football knowledge is. So uh, can you tell me, first question, can you tell me what an onside kick is? Onside kick? Yeah, an onside kick. They're on the right side. They're, they're on kicking. The, they're on the right side when they're kicking. That's uh, not <laughs> going to cut it. Not going to cut it. Hey, you, would you like to elaborate that? They're on the side of the field they're supposed to be on and kicking it the correct way. <laughs> Again. Again. Okay. How many points is a field goal worth? A field goal is yeah. three. Very good. What about a safety? Three. Two. Two. Is that the same as a... Never mind. No. It's the only thing that you could get two points for is a safety. That's it. And an onside yeah, two kick point is conversion. you try to kick off in, in, with the intention of recovering the ball. You kind of squib kick it or kick it to the side for your own team to recover it. That's an onside kick. Okay. If I say, you know, they're in shotgun formation right now. The offense is in shotgun formation. What does that mean? Where's the quarterback lineup? The quarterback is – oh, my gosh. You've told me this a bazillion times. He's going to – but I know that he's going to throw it to the running back. Well, he could. I, I shouldn't hit the buzzer just yet. So where does the quarterback the quarterback line up? Towards the back. Towards the back? What do you mean? Is he underneath center? Is he behind the center? Is he off to the left, up to the right? Where is he? Oh, he's behind the center. But Yeah. Behind. Back a few yards. Yeah. I, I'll give you credit for that. But I he thought could. when they go into the shotgun... Stop! Stop! You just like to tell me I'm wrong. Like, <laughs> you thought I thought were... when they go into a shotgun, they're they're gonna do a run. Cause you're like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna run the ball. Like you always no, kind of know the situation. No, no, no. It's, oh, okay. you know, I mean, it doesn't mean you can't run the ball out of shotgun. I mean, it's you know you can run past. You can do whatever you want. It's just the, the yeah, amount formation. of time. No, it's well, it's the formation, and it buys the quarterback a little more time. He doesn't have to. You, you're already three to five yards back. Right. You know, from the line of scrimmage or from the uh, offensive line. Defense is in man coverage. What does that mean? They're going after the quarterback. <laughs> I don't know any of this. Once again, they're all, 
you know, oh, oh I, I awarded you one there, actually. Oh, no, thank you. It means that you're playing man-to-man coverage, the, the defensive backs or the linebackers. Oh, they're one-on-one. Exactly. Right. Exactly. All right. So it, what if I say that the, they're playing bump and run? Do you know what that means? Oh, my God. No. That's, that's going to be a harder one. Some of these are a little more challenging for you. Hmm? <laughs> All of these are You, you don't know what bump and run is? They're bumping into the um, the defense and running. Sort of elaborate on this. So the the line is going to bump them so that the receiver can run or the running back can run through them. No, no, no. Ah, you're, I was you're, so you're, close there. You're jamming the receiver off the line. Okay, that means the corners play up or the defensive backs play up and, and jam the receiver off the line. They jam. Oh, so it's the defensive game. Yeah, it's a defensive strategy. That's what it is. Okay, so bump and run is a defensive term where you jam the receiver and then you run with them in man coverage. All right, what's an offsides penalty? Offsides. Mm-hmm. I know they say offsides. Mm-hmm. What's it mean? It means you're offsides. Okay, which means? You're not correct. Anyway. You're not lined up correctly. Okay, that kind of has something to do with it. All right, lining up in the neutral zone is part of it. You know, it can be it's not technically offsides, but it can be considered that. But go ahead. And that's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. So, go ahead and give me the damn buzzer. So offsides is whenever a player jumps before the ball is snapped. Whenever a defensive player comes across the line before the ball is snapped, that's offsides. All right, what's a delay of game? Wait, say that again. So a defensive player goes across the line of scrimmage before the ball is snapped. That's I offsides. thought that was um, false start. A false start is whenever an offensive player jumps before the ball is snapped. That's a false start. Oh, that's it's so annoying. Offsides. You could, you know, it, that's so annoying. Okay. So you have two different things for the same thing. One on the offense, one on the defense. Uh, delay a game. It's raining. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Yeah, I, I, I'll give you credit just for the creativity. You know, what is a delay game penalty? Um, when they're like doing something to make the like they're not getting out and lined up and and in, in, in a proper amount of time. All right, wait, no, what sorry. the wrong, hell, wrong buzzer, Michael? Wrong buzzer, wrong buzzer. Very good, very good. My buzzer game isn't there. Yeah. All right. Let's test your uh, buzzer IQ. Here's a, yeah, not good right now. My, my buzzer effect, my efficiency on this buzzing is about as efficient as you're answering right now. Ooh, or not. Ooh. Okay. Hateful. Holding is a oh, yard penalty. Okay. okay. How many yard penalty is it? Is it a 5, 10, or 15 yard penalty? Five yard. No, 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 because they get a whole, like, they get a, a first down. Well, that's defensive hold. Okay, I should clarify this. Holding on the offense. I, you're correct. If the okay, offense if is defensive holding. hold, it's an automatic first down. If it's called on the offense, if it's an offensive holding penalty. Oh, I don't know. How many yards? Five, 10, or 15? Five. Five? No. Where is the. Here it is. No. 10 yard penalty. And so then. It's 10 yards both ways. And then finally, how many teams per conference make the playoffs? In the NFL. Per conference yeah, make the playoffs? How many teams in the, in the AFC and how many teams in the NFC make the playoffs? Four. Wait, stop. Because you have the last make the playoffs. Yeah. How many teams get in the playoffs? You only get one per comp, per division. Okay. That's correct. So there's – I don't know how many are in – how many um, – how many different divisions there are in each conference? I'm conference dumb. There's four. In each so conference. then you get four. Six teams per conference. Make the uh, Oh, because you get two wild card teams. Wild card God teams. dang it. So let's see. Uh, Your score. I'm not a very good test taker one, in my defense. <laughs> I got one. Two. You got the, the delay game. You got how many points of field goals worth? Yeah. So, so now let me ask you something. Okay. On last week's Keeping Up with the Kardashians, <laughs> who was Chloe mad at? <laughs> um, oh, this is easy. At Lamar. <laughs> Wrong. 
Yeah, I mean, Lamar's just not going. He's just not holding up his, uh, his end of the deal. Tristan is who her last ex-boyfriend was. Tristan Thompson, another basketball player. I don't know. It's, it's not basketball season yet. I'm not worried about that. Actually, uh, she's always mad at everyone. Oh, but um, but moving that, on. That's the correct answer. <laughs> All right. So you know that's your that might be your uh, reality TV show star of the week. But here's your uh, let, let's hear about the your your star of the week here. Okay, enough about what these players do on the field. Let's hear about some exceptional off-the-field actions by a particular player in Jen's Rise and Shine Star Player of the Week segment. All right, so my Rise and Shine Player of the Week is, drumroll, Brandon Carr, corner for Baltimore. So he has the Carr Cares Foundation. And so defensively on the field, he comes alive and he builds that same magic and story time for kids. He is bringing um, reading to life for children and literacy programs in his hometown of Flint, Michigan, also in Dallas, also in which he lives there in the summer and also in Baltimore. Uh, Car Cares uh, has reading initiatives that um, in Flint, it covers reading centers that he's stocked up with books, audio, visual um, aids, as well as places for comfy lounging with it. So it's more comfortable and inviting for the kids. Um, a great place to spend time. So he pays the salaries of reading coaches through oh, wow. the, through the foundation. Nice. The foundation pays it. Yeah, that's, I think that's really cool. He's really trying to build up the um, children because he says, you know, if you're, if, if you're not able to read, then you don't have much that you can do in your life. So it's very important. That's to him. Awesome. His mom is also a teacher uh, in Dallas. He has mentorship programs. So he pairs the, his foundation pairs high school students with elementary students and two times a week, they meet up with an agenda so it, it can help the high school students can help improve the elementary school students uh, reading skills. And he partners with Bar the Barbara Bush Foundation so that they can track all of this, um, all of the improvements through the found that the foundation has made or whatever. Um, so he also has packing parties, which this is this is amazing. His mom died of cancer, so um, he has packing parties where he boxes uh, women boxes goods for women who are undergoing chemo and they, he personally delivers them to the women in Baltimore and his family delivers them in Dallas and Flint. So he personally goes oh, wow. and delivers these to the women and it has just different things like toiletries, things that made his mom feel good while she was sick. So he puts that in there. He has two weeks of football camp. I feel like most of these foundations do football camp, but this is the first time that I heard them talking about um, fitness and nutrition as um, it relates to the football camp and like, um, you know, helping kids uh, have a better start with nutrition. So he also donated a large amount of money to address the water crisis in Flint. And in his own words, he says, I want the city to fix itself up. I want to create avenues for our programs to grow themselves. So he donates and addresses issues uh, with infrastructure and cleaning up. If you want to find out more about Brandon Carr's foundation, you can go to car, that's C-A-R-R, cares.org, and check out his little video that he has. Uh, he sounds like a really amazing guy spending time creating for kids and um, bringing out creativity and, and bringing reading to life and taking care of these women that are sick so that they feel taken care of and loved. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. Awesome. All right, guys, it's time to circle some picks on this week's rundown sheet with Mike's weekly winners. And this week's uh, pick 'em uh, segment, we're going to only give a couple of games. You know, we're not going to announce them all. We're going to do that in the uh, new spinoff show, you know, that uh, we're about to put out come the weekend. Um, you know, uh -huh. he, after, you know, multiple winners these past few weeks, I figure it's time to start doing my <laughs> show. You know, it's it's time to really get into this a little more in depth. You know, last week we went 7-4-1. Uh, and one. You know, college ball we dominated. Um, 
you know, did pretty well. But yeah, seven four and one for the week uh, weekend. Uh, not too bad. Winning record, I'll take it. That's money in the pocket. Oh, that's um, awesome. So yeah, Mama so, needs a new pair of shoes. Well, I mean, it wasn't that much. So unfortunately, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> we're trying to get there though. <laughs> Looking at the games upcoming, you know, got a couple of uh, of college games. There's a, several college games that I really like. And if you if you want those winners, make sure you tune in uh, for the weekend uh, weekend picks. We're not going to be releasing uh, college games anymore. Um, but I will talk about a few NFL games that I like, you know, a few that we talked about during the show. You know, you got Jacksonville against New Orleans. Jacksonville's point favorite in this game. Kind of shocked by that. I don't know what people are thinking. I, I think New Orleans defense is playing too well for Jacksonville to be able to put up points. Um, in, in New Orleans offense is rolling for the most part. I, I know Jacksonville has a good defense, but I'm sorry. You know, you just gave up uh, uh, 34 points last week. You know, now you're playing a much better offense. I like New Orleans in this game. Easy pick for me. Uh, Atlanta, your Atlanta Falcons, you know, giving two and a half to Arizona. You need a win right now. You absolutely need a win. I know you're on the road. You absolutely need a win. You know, you're playing a, a rookie quarterback. You're playing an inexperienced coach. Uh, give me Atlanta minus two and a half. You know, another team that I like. Um Looking also, I had I like Baltimore, even though they're giving 12 points to Cincinnati. You know, Cincinnati is garbage, but it's a lot of points. Um, but Cincinnati is garbage. So I, I do like that. And, uh, you know, it's mostly favorites that I like this week. And, and one more that I'm going to leave you guys with right now, Seattle at Cleveland. Uh, again, Cleveland, an overreach here. Um, you know, they, they've played well against Baltimore. Seattle's playing great football right now. Had a two-point spread. I will take the ch- my chance in Seattle giving to at Cleveland. I, I don't think that uh, – I, I just don't see uh, Seattle losing this game. So, oh, I have some more picks for you come Sunday. A um, few other games that, uh, that we got marked off on the board, including the uh, Dallas Jets game, you know, the Rams, Niners, uh, KC, Houston. You know, I, I'll get into those a little more detail in the, uh, in the new show. One uh, one quick college game that I'll leave you with. You know, I know I said I won't give you any college, but I will leave you with this uh, one game, which is, is the shocker to me of them all. Virginia plus two and a half at Miami. Miami sticks. You know, I'm sorry. I'm going to apologize to my buddy Jimmy about that. I'm just surprised by this. Maybe a sucker bet. I'm interested to see what happens, but I like Virginia with the two and a half. Plenty more picks for uh, for college, you know, coming up on the show. That's what we got for the uh, weekly uh, for the weekly winners on this segment. You know, we'll have you know more. Uh, we'll be back with further details of the NFL season. You know, on our next week's show. Thank you guys for joining us. Got anything to add? I don't. I'm excited. Yeah, it's, I'm. I'm looking for a win this you, week. You're a lot to be excited for against Arizona. Yeah, you. You guys need it. You need it. I'll you be rooting it. for you. My money's on you. No. Again, <laughs> you don't like the jigs. No. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned for next week and have a great week watching football. Thanks, guys.